This is a podcast presented by Psychology Masters students from the University of the Free State, brought to you by the Directorate of Community Engagement. Hello, fellow students. My name is Kitumez Mulete, a Master's Psychology student. And on this episode, we are going to talk about student spending patterns and some useful tips on how to spend your mula, or what you also know as Zaka, Machangura, Yonyogu, wisely. So here's a fun question. Are you aware of your spending patterns? Well, a recent study that was conducted stated that most students worry about money. The majority of students are struggling to make ends meet or live on a tight month-to-month budget. It is even more unsettling to realize how financial stress impacts their day-to-day lives. As a direct consequence of this, some students have reported mental health problems. So, on today's episode, I'm going to share with you seven useful tips and tricks on how you can break bad spending habits so that you can use your money wisely. I came across a quote by the late James Frick, who was known for giving great financial advice, and it says, and it says, don't tell me where your priorities are. Show me where you spend your money and I'll tell you what they are. So tip number one, pay in cash. Paying cash is one of the ways to curb your spending. Giving out your hard cash is a lot harder than swiping your card. Cards make it too easy to spend your money. Tip number two, know why you're overspending. One of the reasons why we overspend is because we don't think ahead. We only think about the here and now, not having a clue to what tomorrow might look like. Sometimes you're an impulse buyer or you haven't created a realistic budget. Once you know why you're overspending, then you can break the habit. Do you know how much cash leaves your wallet every day or even every week? Let's do a little activity. Calculate how much you spend on average every day and let's times that by 30 days. Are you happy with your calculation? Hmm. I'll leave you to do some reflection on that. Tip number three, set goals for yourself. If you see something that is not a neat or an essential, like those beautiful new range of Jordan sneakers or the coolest backpack, challenge yourself by applying a bit of a delayed gratification and wait until the following month. Doing this will encourage you not to spend your money frivolously. Tip number four, set up a savings habit. Set up a savings account or use other creative ideas of saving money to avoid bank charges. These can be a homemade piggy bank using two-liter bottles or a money box. What is interesting about these ideas is that you can save any amount ranging from your coins or your madibas, which are your bank notes. The principle here is to ensure that you don't touch the money unless it's for emergencies. It is not about how much you save. Attaining good spending habits doesn't have to be hard. All you need is a lot of confidence in yourself that you can truly reduce how much you can spend. Tip number five, make a budget. It's easy to shop till you drop when you're not aware of how much you have and how much you're spending. Drafting a budget can force you to be realistic about what you can afford. You might just be surprised at how much you spend on takeaways If you do not know where your money is going, you will not be able to exercise any control over it. Tip number six, create a shopping list. Also make use of shopping list when you are out shopping. 
This will help you to stay within your budget and keep you from spending on any unplanned purchases. Tip number seven, lucky number seven, draft a meal plan. Adopt the habit of developing a three to five day meal plan. A good deal of money is spent on meals from eating out to groceries. One smart money move would be to track your food expenses. Meal planning helps to keep groceries at a minimum. Not only will you save your kaching, which is your money, but you will also have a great deal of time, which you can then use for studying. In addition to this, pack a kaftin, which is also known as your lunchbox, to campus, so you can minimize spending money on ridiculously expensive takeaways. I know old habits die hard, but I really hope that these tips and tricks will help you to adopt healthy spending habits. Happy saving! Now that Keto has taken us through our spending patterns, we now know when, how, and why we spend our money the way that we do. I'm Devin Bitalo, and I'd like to give you more information on how to actually put together a budget. We all know that feeling at the end of the month, right? It's a whole lot of money in this Bowling out of control, bank account is heavier, as if borderline poverty wasn't knocking at our door a few hours earlier, right? As if you weren't having sleep and regret for dinner the night before? Well, that doesn't have to be your default setting month by month. A good budget plan actually works to actually fix some of the money issues that we might be facing. But we also know that this is not going to fix all our issues, but this can help us see how we can actually help with our resources and not have them deplete at the end of the month. I'll be sharing five steps on how to put together a budget and the 50, 30 and 20 rule will come in handy. Keep that in mind. Step number one is to calculate your net income. So now I want you to bust out that busted calculator that you've had since grade 12 that you haven't used in a while. Yes, that one. And I want you to put together actually how much money comes into your accounts at the end of the month. So those could be from your bursary, a part-time job, or perhaps a parent allowance. Okay, so I want you to add all of that together. And you can either use a bank statement from your bank, from the ATM, or to use the bank app on your phone. Just to be sure, though, know that if you use the ATM, it will charge you an extra, I think, up to 50 rand, depending on your bank. So keep that in mind. Secondly, I want you to list your monthly expenses. It's important that you know exactly where your money goes, right? So you got to write all of that out for me on a different piece of paper or again, look at the banking app and what you have gotten there. Thirdly, I would like for you to organize your expenses into fixed or variable categories. Now, with those ones, I want you to keep in mind with your fixed expenses, these are the things that you cannot go without. These are your needs. These are the things without which you will be homeless on the side of the road, right? So this is your rent, electricity, groceries, for example. And then with your variable expenses, these are things that you can actually build around those things that are essential to you, right? So this looks like your streaming, your streaming platforms, a gym membership, your hobbies, maybe eating out. Those are the things that are variable and you can build around things that are fixed. And then fourthly, I want you to actually determine what is the average monthly cost of each of these expenses. So when you look at your fixed expenses, you work out your average, how much does that cost? And then when you look at your variable ones, you look and you see how much does that cost together as well. And you can add that up and make room for unexpected expenses in between that. 
Lastly, I'd like for you to make adjustments, right? So you can review this within a month or two months or three months to see what is actually working. And then in doing so, you can actually see comparing with what you actually receive per month and how much you're spending because we can't have any deprecancies in those two. So what is coming in needs to match with what is going out. And remember that 50, 30 to 20 rule that we mentioned earlier that is coming in now. In all of your budgeting, you need to, at least according to this rule, spend 50% of your income into your fixed categories, right? So these are your needs. These are non-negotiables. These are fixed. So half or the majority of your money goes there. And then you can spend 30% of that into your variable categories. These are things that you want. Things that are not necessarily life-shattering. And then with your 20%, you can save some of that and then also spend some of that into unexpected expenses that you can come across during the month. So these are my tips for you guys. I hope they help. Obviously, this is not a one-size-fits-all and can tweak it and fix it as you go. This podcast was brought to you by the University of the Free State. Inspiring excellence, transforming lives through quality, impact and care.